And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Hey, y'all, what is up? Happy Thursday. Uh, it seems like it's been so long since we were last together, right? Like a day. Of course, I don't know how people listen to this. I, th- I know a lot of people, they uh, they start listening to the podcast and they start back on episode one. So um, for y'all, it's April 6th. I'm sorry, April. Now I'm really confused. It's August 16th right now. Maybe you're hearing this in, I don't know, uh, November or something. And if so, man, it's really cold outside, isn't it? What's up with that? What's up with the weather? Ugh. Uh, anyway, it's Thursday. Um, so I just wanted to say, hey, how y'all doing? I got a little, uh, couple things to talk about. Um, I, uh, I've been waiting to record this for a little while now. Um, I was all set and ready to go, but I knew we were having some people come over to the house to apply a mosquito treatment to the outdoors because, you know, I hate the little bastards. I don't think that makes me unique among human beings. I think pretty much everybody hates mosquitoes, but, um, you know, they get me, I'm like, ah, you son of a bitch, damn it. But, you know, realistically for me, five, 10 minutes later and it's, it's gone. I'm not feeling, I can see it, but it doesn't itch or anything like that. My wife gets bit by a mosquito and it's like with her for like three days. It's, it's just gnarly. They, they love her for whatever reason. So, um, we had some people come and apply a mosquito treatment. I knew when they were coming though, my dog, Taz, hello, you, he's licking himself right now. Never mind. He's oblivious. Um, he was going to go completely bananas as he does whenever anybody approaches the door or whenever anybody in a diesel truck drives down the street, he just loses his mind. So like, I got to wait for that to happen. So, because I don't want to record that and have to edit him out. So anyway, here we are. We've had our mosquito treatment done. Taz is chilled out, enjoying himself back behind me here. Gross buddy. Um, and it's all good. So, um, I want to give everybody here a little taste. Um, this is one of the sounds of prep that I think is most enjoyable. Y'all ready for this? Here it is. Oh yeah, buddy. That is the sound of a monster zero getting opened up right there. So my, my, my not quite daily little treat. I, uh, developed a pretty nasty habit for these things during my off season. I'm trying to cut back to two a week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, for all you haters out there, suck it. Don't care. Don't want to hear it. Thank you. Um, we're getting off to a good start here. I'm just insulting everybody and telling everybody to shut up, but you know, I, I mean it with love. So, um, it's been, uh, I mean, it's been a day since I recorded this. I've been busy. I've been writing, writing, writing. So, um, as I've mentioned before, like the way that my week is structured, it's kind of weird. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are just packed wall to wall with client updates. Thursday and Friday, things slow down a little bit. I actually still have a couple client updates to do. I tend to push them off towards the end of the day to make sure everything's in and then tackle them all at once. Um, the rest of the day though, Thursday and Friday, it's largely like administrative stuff, you know, getting caught up on website things, uh, stuff that has to be done, business development, social media stuff, etc. And, um, along with that, podcast, um, is, uh, some writing. So, um, I started last night actually, just cause I've got kind of a fire lit under my butt and started on it. So, um, I'm writing the next in my, what the judges want articles. This one's on women's physique. And this one is, uh, I just posted to my Instagram story. It's turning into a little bit of a manifesto here. So there's a lot of opinion being in- interjected into this as well. So, um, it should be up and online. I'm hoping tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. I will certainly post, um, 
uh, post about it when it's ready and have links to that online so you can check it out there as well. So um, lots of good stuff in there, in my opinion. So again, it's not just what the judges want and what they're looking for. That's really like the summary of the article, but also just what the division is all about, where it's been um, assessing some of the, the previous uh, winners at the highest levels of this division, kind of trying to assess and predict um, where the judging standards are moving. And then also, and I think this is one of the more valuable parts of these things, is if you are a competitor in this division, you know, what, what, what kind of things should you be thinking about long term? Or if you're considering it, what are the kind of things that you should be aware of? Like what's different about this division and how you approach it on a big picture scale over the course of a year? So I think you can get a lot out of it if you read that. So um, you can check out the other ones if you just go to fivestarphysique.com and click on blog at the far right top of the screen or in the menu if you're on mobile. Um, and I think the previous two posts that I have um, where I talked about the figure division and the bikini division, those will be the first two posts that pop up under the blog heading. So um, this one will be up there shortly along with it with a lot of opinion, as I mentioned. So, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I posted that episode yesterday and it was largely just on gender training differences. And then I went on, uh, I became a little, I don't know, unhinged at the end. And I invited anybody to call and leave me a message and just roast me. And so somehow that made it into the graphic for the episode as well, which I share on social media. I'm like, roast Darren? Question mark? I'm like, you know what? You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. And sometimes, well, that was hardly a focal point of the episode. I'm like, sure, let's tease that in there too. Maybe somebody will get curious and want to listen to the whole thing. So, um, Similarly, um, this episode, um, the, the artwork for it was tagged as having a mini Q&A. So, without further ado, let's hear it. What do we got? Roll the tape. I had a question about soccer training, especially while on the cut. Now, you know while on the cut, you have minimum calories, you're always hungry. I train first thing in the morning at 5 a.m. My current online coach tells me, so no matter what, eat before you train. And I used to train fast, and I used to have good results. And the good thing about it was that I wasn't hungry by eating my first meal, my first few meals at five in the morning. I was just wondering, can you compare and contrast the differences in the positives and negatives about fast training and not fast training, and which do you prefer? Because I see that you're not training fast currently, but you used to a few months back when you were practicing intermittent fasting. Thank you. Okay, so it was kind of funny. That voicemail actually came through to my cell phone um, when I was training this morning. So um, I, uh, I I have no idea who that was. Um, <laughs> sir, uh, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. You didn't, you didn't leave your name. I don't know who you are, where you're from. But at any rate, um, and he also he called my phone because... <laughs> I chopped off the start of that message. He's like, I don't remember the number, but he was able to find my cell phone number. I've got it posted places and whatnot. So anyway, appreciate the effort in, in hunting me down. Um, the number, for those who are curious, if you go to thedropset.com, it's posted right there. It's 865-518-2974. So anyway, it's a good question. Um, I don't know how much of that you could make out. I, I, I was able to... to um, um, the, the audio quality wasn't great on that, but I was able to clean it up a little bit, and I, I got what he was talking about there regarding fasted training. And he started that question, I'm like, fasted training? No, I don't like that. But then he reminded me of other stuff that I have said in the past. Like, I've already forgotten, oh, yeah, I did do intermittent fasting for several months, and I was training fasted there. So, yeah, kudos to you. Thank you. I'm glad you're paying attention because clearly I am not. So, um, no, it's a, it's a great question, and I think now is a good time to kind of revisit that and talk about it with a little other perspective here just because – now I'm off that. I'm 
in, in prep and, you know, everything's just a little bit more regimented, a little bit more structured. I don't have any kind of fasting window when I'm awake at all. I'm just working in five meals, one when I wake up, one, uh, the last one's around seven o'clock, seven thirty, and I'm usually in bed around nine thirty or so. Um, I figure one thing that may happen as prep gets a little bit deeper, I may throw in a sixth meal, um, which would be like, um, some kind of probably a shake before bed or something like that. If I need to get my protein and take a little bit higher, but for right now it's just five meals, no specific, um, fasting window or anything like that. Um, I'm also not being super, super anal retentive about meal timing. So I usually have breakfast, meal one, somewhere around 6.30, and my workouts now are usually starting around 9.15 or 9.30. So that second meal, and these, these sessions are long, so my second meal isn't until oftentimes around 11.30. So that's almost a fasting window there. It's long enough, certainly, um, and that's when I'm, I'm pounding down water. So I get in close to a gallon during my lifting session, so I'm well over a gallon um, by the time midday rolls around, which is a nice head start on what I need to get done there. So, um, so I'm not training fasted, but I am training, you know, a, a while after my, my one meal that has some carbs in it. Um, and I'm not too worried about that as long as my performance is there. And, you know, I'm, I'm tracking things loosely right now. I'm keeping track of some of the big numbers on, on these lifts. And, you know, one thing that happened today, it was chest day. And I, uh, last week for my final set of six, I was able to push up one tens for four strength has never been my forte. So on a low incline, one tens for four, I'm like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good today. I was able to push up one twenties for six. So as long as my performance continues to move in the right direction while I'm still feeling everything appropriately as well, I'm I'm not going to get too overly concerned about my um, about the timing of my pre-workout meal. So while I'm not training fasted right now, I'd say it's a distant cousin of that because I don't know I don't know how effective those calories are a couple hours after the fact. They're 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 long gone by that point. My body's like, hey, what? But it's fine. I mean, the other thing is my appetite is is very under control right now also. So I don't really mind that big window. It's not a huge deal for me. So. Um, Regarding my experience with fasted training, and I can speak about it now um, since I'm not technically anymore, and I can, I can say, you know, the thing about fasting is it's all about convenience. Um, it really is. I think it's much more about convenience than it is about actually being you know, physiologically more beneficial or anything like that. Um, at least to any degree that you would notice much of a difference. Um, like if you have your macro set at X, and you take in X over 16 hours versus eight hours, I don't necessarily think you're going to notice any appreciable or significant change in fat loss between either of those two protocols. Uh, it, it becomes about preference and about convenience. A lot of people feel better when they're fasting. A lot of people feel better when they aren't. Um, and uh, a lot of people, they, they like having those larger meals that are more compacted together. A lot of people don't. They want to spread it out. Um, the thing for me is because I'm a slow eater. So if I'm eating during a smaller window during the day, I'm spending less less time out of my day eating and not working. So it was more of an efficiency thing for me. And now the the, the flip side of that, and the, what's kind of cool is now, um, because I have to stop and eat a couple times throughout the day, it forces me to break up my work a little bit more. So it's kind of like when you're, when you're studying for tests, you've got to get up and take a break. You know, I work with a lot of college students who they're like, it's finals week, so I can't go to the gym. I'm like, the hell you can't. You need to go to the gym because you need to get your damn nose out of that book for a little bit and go get in some stress relief. So work it out and take a break. You can take a, an hour away from your studying. It's not going to hurt. In fact, it's likely going to help. So 
same kind of thing with me and my work now. So you know, I'm, I'm eating more frequently, but also the, the break away from what I'm doing here is, is helpful. When by here, I mean on the computer. So, um, I, I've, as I just mentioned with those numbers, I've never really been a big strength guy. If I was, and I was trying to put up some real major poundage and, and train more powerlifting style, I think fasted training becomes less and less useful. When you're in a uh, more of a bodybuilding hypertrophy mode where you're not working in those really you know basement rep ranges, uh, but things are more moderate, like 8 to 12, you got some 15s, 20s, 30s thrown in, something like that. At that point, it becomes less about what fuel is in your body um, and more about mind over matter and just sucking it up and doing it. And I think you can kind of convince yourself that you have the energy to pull it off, even if maybe you don't. Um, and so it's a question of how deeply can you dig. Um, for that style of training, um, I think uh, I think fasted training is okay. Um, I certainly don't think it's superior, um, but I also... You know, I, I make blanket recommendations when I write meal plans or when I give people macro numbers. I, I encourage them to get in a, a pre-workout meal and a post-workout meal and spread things throughout the day, etc. If somebody said, hey, I'd like to try training fasted and, you know, I, I would say give it a shot and see how you feel. It's going to hit some people harder than others. Some people are going to notice that more than I did. Like I didn't feel much of an impact. My strength stayed up, um, you know, such as it is. I'm, I'm using air quotes here. My strength stayed up. Um, so, you know, it, it, uh, I didn't have any issues with that. You may, um, uh, but you don't know until you try. I don't think necessarily I would issue a blanket recommendation to just avoid it. I certainly have in the past, but having done it now, I'm like, you know what? I think it, it, it's, it's workable under the right circumstances. At the same time, if you're looking for, if you're a min maxer, like you want the maximum result with the minimum amount of, uh, fuss, um, I think getting in a pre-workout meal, it's going to be a little bit more beneficial, especially when you're on more of a deficit. Like I wasn't really on a deficit when I was doing it. I was in more of a maintenance phase. If you're on a deficit, I think having those those pre-workout calories and those post-workout calories are helpful. Or conversely, um, align your training window with your feeding window. Um, that was not a practical thing for me because I know if my feeding window is early in the day and then by the time like say four o'clock rolls around and I'm supposed to be fasting there's a zero percent chance I'm going to be successful with that I mean that that's the time when I want to eat you know in evening nighttime that's when I want to eat so I set my fat my feeding window to be between noon and 8 p.m. because those are when I can have some big meals you know it's late at night that's relaxation time at home with the wife on the couch that's when we have dinner. There's always, you know, it's really easy to get caught into snacking mode. And if I'm supposed to be fasting during that time, I mean, all I'm doing is setting myself up for failure. I know my limitations. I know that's not going to work. Um, now, if, if I was in prep and I was hardcore like, okay, I'm going to do this intermittent fasting thing and I'm going to be at a caloric deficit, I would absolutely do one of two things. Either align my feeding window to be early in the day or I would go training later in the day um, so that I'm, I'm training during my um, feeding window. But... You know, but if it's between noon and eight, I could make that work. Um, if my only option was I got to go at prime time, uh, like five, six p.m., get in the gym, that's when I say, you know what? I don't think bodybuilding's for me. I, I refuse to go into the gym during those hours. I'm, I'm never going to do it. Um, I have a couple times in my life, and they've always been the worst sessions of my life. So, to all you people who go during rush hour, um, I have a couple of messages for you. First of all, my hat is off to you. I respect you so much. I don't know how you do it. Um, that's message number one. Message number two is you're fucking insane. 
I don't know what your problem is. I don't know why you subject yourself to that. <laughs> Standing room only, going to get in line for a bench press station. Oh, God, no. I mean, just awful, awful, awful. But the fact that you go, I mean, it, for some people, that's like when it works with their schedule. That's when they can go. So you just kind of get used to dealing with the rat race and feeling like you're in a stuffed subway car uh, while you're trying to lift. So if you can make it work, uh, like I said, I think you're nuts. But, man, all the respect in the world to you at the same time. So... Anyway, that's a quick summary on on fasted training. I know, as is often the case with me, you're not going to get a definitive black or white answer. It's going to be a little bit more nebulous. There's a lot of gray area in there just because, you know, I I don't really believe in those absolutes except for a few things. Um, And if I was really quick on my feet, I would have a few of those humorous ones to rattle off right now. No kipping. No exercises on BOSU balls. Uh, Don't jump rope in the middle of the gym floor. Those are absolutes. Th- those are things, uh, no sprints on treadmills. That's another one. Uh, th- those are the absolutes. Everything else, there's some, some gray area. There's some wiggle room in there. So, um, okay. The, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is, uh, I apologize, this will be boring. This is all about me. So sit back. It, it's the Darren show right now. This one's all about me. Um, so I'm cutting right now. You know, I've hired a coach. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm holding myself more accountable on social media. If you follow me on Instagram, especially my story, there's a lot more day-to-day stuff in there. I'm, I'm posting those wonderful pictures of my elliptical display after I finish my cardio. I know everybody finds those super fascinating. A lot of that is because I've been out of the mode of doing cardio and being really precise on things for long enough. And, um, I feel it's, uh, it, it makes me a little bit more genuine with my clients be like, okay, he's doing it too. And you know, I'm, I'm always lifting. I'm always following a diet with some level of precision. Um, cardio is one thing I've slacked on a little bit to, to be sure. So since this cut started, I've been a little bit more transparent in how I'm getting it in. And that's also why I post my tracker, um, uh, every Friday. So you'll see that in my Instagram story tomorrow as well and see what updates, I, what progress I've been making for the week. Um, so, uh, part part of it is is, is that you know I, I want to be accountable to myself. I want to be publicly accountable, and also, I think there's there's something valuable in letting my, all the clients that I'm working with know that yeah, I'm doing this too. I know I'm asking a lot from you, but I'm willing to put in the work as well. I'm putting my money where my mouth is, so that's part of it. But I get a lot of people asking me like, Darren, what are you, what are you doing? What what show are you doing? You know what uh, what what are your plans? And here's the honest honest answer. My wife has been asking me this as well. She's like. What are you doing? Because I always, I've always told her the same thing that I've often said here is like, I don't know if I'm going to compete again. I don't know if I would want to. I enjoy the process of doing this. I just, I don't feel terribly compelled to get up on stage. Um, so here, here is the honest answer as to what I'm doing. Are you ready for it? Hold on, I'm going to let you think about that while I take a sip of this um, delicious Monster Zero. It really is heaven in a uh, heaven in a can. Um, the honest answer, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing at all. I mean, I know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it realistically for, for no other reason than it. it, It's kind of time to do it. Um, it, it just as far as body composition is concerned and, um, you know, holding myself accountable, like I said, and, and proving to my, my client base that, yeah, I can do this too. It was just time for me to jump back into a cut for sure. And so I had kind of done a little bit of looking like, well, shows, what, hmm, what's going on? So there is a show in Nashville, but realistically, I think it's probably about two weeks early 
compared to when I would be ready. It's November 10th, and I think where I'm targeting right now, my plan is is probably more like the end of November. So there is a show in Kentucky, also the Kentucky Muscle, which um, if I believe, you know, I've been saying this, I, I mentioned this to a couple people, and I just, I just made the assumption just going off memory here. I should probably take one uh, hot minute here to actually Google this and figure out if it's correct. Kentucky Muscle, is that in December? I thought it was. No, that's October. <laughs> Okay, so scratch that. Scratch that. That was one thing I was like, I thought it was in December for some reason. <laughs> so no, it's October 19th and 20th. Well, that's cool. Because uh, it wasn't really on my radar because it's, uh, I believe it's a pro-am show. And uh, it's it's massive. I mean, it's a two-day show. It's just huge. And you want to talk about something that is not my bag. It is a crowd of people that big. So if I was going to do a show, I wouldn't want it to be a giant two-day pro-am show like that. So this has also got powerlifting, strongman, et cetera. And all. It's nuts. It doesn't say it's a pro-am. I always thought it was. Um, it is. Yeah, it is a pro-am. Okay. Um, okay, so that that's earlier than the Nashville show. Okay, good to know. Good to know. So let's just take a quick peek here. Let's go to you know TennesseeBodybuilding.org. Let's just see. So, I mean, you, you can see it can't be found. Is that not the right? Is it .com? I thought it was .org. No, that's not it. How about if I just Google? Uh, oh, this is really exciting. So I'm going to put in my description for this episode, listen to Darren Google things for five minutes. Yeah, TennesseeBodybuilding.org. There it is. Okay, I must have typed it in wrong. So, um, yeah, the, uh, okay, it's November 3rd. The last show of the year is in Nashville, the NPC Nashville Night of Champions, November 3rd. That's just too soon. I mean, if I pull up the calendar here, let me see. Let's go to month. Let's fast forward to November 3rd. Let's do my little counting ritual here. So we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That's 11 weeks and, and two days from today. That, that ain't, that ain't going to fly. I'm more than 11 weeks out right now. So... Um, it, it's a big question mark for me. What the hell am I doing? I don't know. Now, the, if I look around, yeah, there will be other shows somewhere. And I don't know if I really want to drive all that far. I mean, you know, the, <laughs> I've always thought if I was going to do a show again, it would be the Knox Classic because it's in town. I could sleep in my own bed, um, drive 25 minutes to the venue, um, call it good. So, um, I don't know. Um, I, I do not know. It, it is totally up in the air. One thing that will probably happen is there will probably be a photo shoot or so because, boy... I really need some updated promotional shots for my website and my business in general. Um, so I will probably schedule at least one photo shoot, maybe a couple, um, which I got to tell you, you want to talk about something that's going to pull me out of my comfort zone. That is it big time. I am the furthest thing from like a model or photo shoot candidate that you could possibly imagine and be like, what the hell am I doing here in front of a camera? This is not cool. I'd much rather be behind the camera. Not like I'm a photographer, but I would much rather be behind it nonetheless. So um, that'll be stretching my stretching my rubber band a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't know. So what I have decided is this. My goal with this prep, and so far it has been a smashing success, my goal is to make it look easy. That's what I want to do. And so far, I got to tell you, now granted, I'm three weeks in. It's a longish process. It's longer than that. But at three weeks right now, and to be clear, I'm busting my butt every single day. My workouts, um, granted, I'm not working out alone most days, but my workouts are about two hours. Um, and I mean, I'm emptying the tank every single day. I'm going harder on my cardio than I ever have. My diet's been flawless. And I got to tell you, it's effort, but so far it's been really easy. It's been really easy. Like I have no dietary cravings and I do attribute that to the fact that I'm following a diet that I put together myself um, based on my macros. 
and it's just stuff that I want. Um, and you know, aside from you know one item in my post workout carb, it's all clean. But it's it's stuff that appeals to me. I know I can shake it up if I need to. Um, it's it's easy. It's convenient. There's a reasonable amount of variety in it. Um, it just feels right now effortless and it feels very sustainable. I'm now going three weeks without a cheat meal. And honestly, it's the furthest thing from my mind. I don't care. I don't know how many times I can say that has ever happened in my life before. Yeah, I, I do know actually it's zero. Like zero is the amount of times I've gone three weeks without a cheat meal. So, um, and the fact is I feel like I could go another three easily. Now, when you tune in, um, to, to the next episode of this on Monday or so next week, and you hear me ranting and raving about how awful my life is and how I want nothing else but a donut, we're just going to forget like this conversation ever happened. Okay. I might just erase it from the archives, but the, the point is to, to this point, it's been super easy. And I think that, um, as far as being a coach and setting an ex example for everyone that I'm working with, that's the most valuable thing that I can bring to it is do it and just make it seem like it's no big deal. And so far it has not been any kind of interruption. It's been no imposition on anybody else. It's been me adjusting my sleep schedule, me becoming a little bit more efficient, um, uh, appropriate level of planning with my meal plan to make sure it's something that's going to be relatively satisfying and just putting in the hardest, uh, the highest quality of work that I can day in, day out to make sure that all this effort that I'm putting into it, I'm getting the most out of it as well. So I've, I've done this before where I've, I've had every, all my ducks in a row and everything. And then, you know, in, invariably for me, I've mentioned this before, my car, my, my weakness is cardio. And so I go and I do my cardio, but it's kind of like half ass like, wow, does that really count? Well, I did it. So I'm going to count it. And no, I mean, at this point, um, my goal, and I hit it most days, is to increase my burn on my cardio session without increasing my time. Like, just find a way to dig 2% a little bit harder than the day before. And uh, I, I tell you, I, I look like a hot damn mess after uh, after those cardio sessions. So um, it's harder than I pushed on it before. It does feel like that's getting a little bit harder day by day, um, but I'm still approaching it with the right kind of mindset. Like, I wake up, and I'm like, all right. And, and this is what it really comes down to is each day I wake up, I take some measurements and I'm like, all right. And especially for me, because most of my stuff happens early in the day. This is my opportunity to make today a little bit better than yesterday and to hit it as hard as I can and to make sure that, you know, that the purpose that I got up for, you know, one of the purposes that I got up for, which is to make today successful in this prep, this is my chance to do it. This is my chance to bring it. So get your head screwed on right. Make sure your goals are clear and focused um, and then just approach it with a level of intensity that is greater than what you brought before. Do that with your cardio, do that with your workouts, do that with your precision on your diet um, and your mindset, just improving your mindset. If you feel like you're suffering, your body's going to believe that it's suffering. And you can kind of lie to yourself. And even if you should be suffering, you can convince yourself that it's all fine. Like the dog in the room that's on fire and that meme, this is fine. This is fine. I'm not at that stage yet because I'm saying this is fine, but it really is also. Like this room is not on fire. It's a cool, you know, 64 degrees, something like that. It's it's nice. I mean, the temperature in here is good. I, I don't feel stressed out by it. I feel like everything is going really well. So that really more than anything else, more than any show, more than any photo shoot, my goal is to finish this prep um, get a level of conditioning that I haven't seen before and have it feel like it was relatively easy. And by easy, of course, I mean challenging, but not have it feel like, oh my God, that was just the worst thing ever. But, you know, just play it cool. And, you know, I'm going to be level with you here also. So if it does get hard, I'm going to tell you. 
I'm going to tell you, like I'm telling you, I, I feel like these last couple days, the cardio has not been coming quite as easily, but I've been pushing it. I've been making it happen anyway. So um, those are the things that I'm watching for. So I'll keep you up to date. That's all I got. So I'm going to sign off here. Um, once again, I'll send you over to thedropset.com. You can click on over to anything else on the website from there. If you want to check out some workout plans, check out my coaching page, which was recently redone, by the way. I've got all kinds of new stuff on there. Um, and then a uh, new blog post going up uh, hopefully tomorrow on the Women's Physique Division. If you click on blog from thedropset.com or from fivestarphysique.com, you can see the post that I have on the figure and bikini divisions as well and check those out. So whatever your, uh, whatever your interest is, whatever your particular division of fascination is, um, you can read a little bit more about it there. And I will be developing a page that has all of those articles linked as well for one handy resource once I get a few more of them put together. So stay tuned for that. Um, social media on Instagram at Darren underscore star at... Uh, uh, Twitter at Darren Star, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, Five Star Physique, Five Star Physique.com, TheDropset.com. Thank you all for listening and peace out.